This is Face the Music, an ELO song-by-song podcast. Episode 108, Loser Gone Wild. is the second track on Secret Messages. In the liner notes for the 2001 Secret Messages remaster, Jeff Lynne wrote, I was experimenting with using different time signatures in the same song. In 1993, Andrew Whiteside wrote in the 15th issue of Face the Music, Loser Gone Wild is an effective, brooding piece of Lynne melodrama, although the echoey vocals are overdone and great after a while. High points include a fine chorus, enlivened by the bark of Dennis, Dave Morgan's synthesizer, and a reprise of Richard Tandy's synth trumpet, first heard to great effect on Living Thing. You're a complete loser! I'm Eric Paul Johnson. And I'm Eric Winsenson. Meh. I'm not wild about the song. It's okay. It just kind of some synthesizing going on. I'm going to guess Richard Tandy frittering on the keys a little bit for some other sound added to it. Uh, otherwise, it just kind of limps along until it gets to the chorus. And the chorus part, I like. It's catchy, it's bouncy, it's like, oh, I like that. But then it goes back into the eh area. There's a nice little kind of bluesy, jazzy guitar break there, which, as far as my head is thinking, I don't think we've ever heard anything like that from an ELO song before. <laughs> I like the doggy barking. That's kind of cute. But otherwise, it's just kind of there. Well, I thought it was something different. Mm-hmm. Because the verses and a good portion of it is kind of a jazzy type of situation. It's not something that, yeah, I've never heard Jeff Lynne try it before this. And for the most part, I think it works. Mm-hmm. Until you get to the chorus. <laughs> and then the chorus is something completely different. Now, I understand he was trying to do stuff in different time signatures, but it sounds like it's two different songs just slammed together. Yes. If you're going to do time signatures, I mean, you can do that. Dave Brubeck did entire albums of fiddling with time signatures. Genesis's Supper's Ready, entire last part of it is this weird time signature. But it doesn't just all of a sudden just come out of nowhere. It builds to it, Mm -hmm. and then works it into the song and then works out of it and everything does the transitions well this just is uh, you got a nice bluesy song which i actually have to say i enjoy hearing because jeff lynn is actually singing the hell out of it oh yeah he's really doing good i mean i don't mind the echoing either unlike a certain zine writer (laughs) yeah but no i think his voice is great on this and that he's actually good at singing this style of music and then it goes into 
more of a typical ELO style chorus, but there's no there's no transition. It's all of a sudden there. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's very it's very jarring. I for the most part was enjoying it though, but I do still feel like it was just he had ideas for two different songs and threw them together. This mm-hmm. song would work a lot better as just sticking with the jazz. And the other thing it needs is instead of Richard Tandy doing a synthesized trumpet on it, I mean, at this point, they've got enough money. They can hire a trumpet player. Yeah. Get some guy into the studio and pay him, play the trumpet on the song, and there you go. And it would have been so much better than just relying on the synthesizer. Yeah, although this is definitely Jeff Lynn's or ELO's, take your pick. Uh, heavy synthesizer period. So, I mean, it was the early 80s where things were going heavy synth. True. Yeah. And it's funny that you say this is like two different songs jammed together. Back in 1983, when I hadn't heard the album enough yet to know what was what, I heard this chorus was bouncing around in my head, and I was trying to think, what ELO song is this on? And I just listened to the album again, which was not a chore for me. I, I like the album. And then, oh, this is the song where that's in that part there, so... And I will give it to Jeff for his singing. He does belt the hell out of this. And his voice really matches the lyrics of pretty much a soul-crushing, lonely depression. The lyrics here are great for that, too. So far, with Secret Messages and Loser Gone Wild here, I think lyrically he's definitely gotten better. He's definitely progressed between Moon, June, and Croon, or pick your words that just rhyme together. I like to sing a... About the moon in the June and the spring. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I do like at the end where there's just riffing going on on the keyboard and singing riffing going on, but also in the background, he's got his vocals from the chorus playing, but without the bouncy, upbeat middle part. It kind of just... Right. It's played over how the bulk of the song goes with the quiet, synthy kind of stuff going on. And tell you the truth, I wish that was the whole song. It may not even need a chorus, to tell you the truth. You just do the verses, and then you do that overlaid part at the end, and you got the guitar, and you've really got a song, to tell you the truth. It doesn't always have to be verse, chorus, verse. Right. You've got a song there. I mean, it's a catchy chorus, but you sit there going, okay, where did this come out of? Mm -hmm. And why is he doing this? And it gets a bit confusing. Mm Mm-hmm. For me, I think the, the bulk of the song, you know, as I said, it's, it's there. Jeff Lynne has done a lot of moody songs about soul-crushing depression and in a dark place, but musically it's been interesting, even if it's been quiet kind of stuff. I don't hate it. I think it's okay, but other than the chorus, it's never been a song that's made me think, sweet Jesus, I gotta hear Loser Gone Wild. But that's just my end. Yeah, I don't see this as something that I would be playing often. Mm-hmm. say throw it in on a playlist i do give him some credit for doing something completely different though yes yes boy do i miss jeff lynn doing something different yes 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 absolutely i will get definitely give him that for this song and for letting bev actually drum i wondered about that when i listened to it today was that bev or was it a drum machine it's, it uh, was bev bev's yeah. credited on it Okay, well, I, you know, he gets yeah. credit through the whole album, and yet there's some... It, well, so does Kelly Grocutt gets credit True. for the album, and he's kind of in and out at the time, so... Yeah, according know. to the Jeff Lynne database, he's on a citation needed for <laughs> Grocutt on this song. <laughs> right. But uh, 
most likely, uh, yeah, they don't know if Jeff played synth bass or if Grokat actually played bass on this. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, but Bev, I guess, is confirmed. Okay. Well, Bevan, if you're listening, don't sue and let us know. Did you play drums on Loser Gone Wild? Or just tell us what you did play on Secret Messages and didn't play. So, you know, we get more deep insight into the songs here that we're trying to dig into. And don't sue us. Got something to say about Loser Gone Wild? Then call the telephone line voicemail. 623-850-3375. Call now. It's time for a great line from ELO from this week's song. What's my line? But in the evening, when the sun goes down, crawl from the shadows. Gotta get into town. Where the music's playing all across the night. And every cloud disappears from sight. Another loser gone wild. If you donate to the podcast through our Patreon site, patreon.com slash ELOPod, you can get bumper stickers, produce an episode, or for just $1 per episode, $4 a month, you can hear shows a week before they're released to the world. Or skip all that and just hand it over directly through PayPal using the email address ELOFTMpodcast at gmail.com. And now, a thought from Troy. Loser Gone Wild is one of my favorite tracks on Secret Messages. I think it's a good example of a good to very good ELO album track. I love the way the tempo changes from the verse to the chorus. You have an almost mariachi style of melody to the verse. And then it goes into more of a 80s new wave type chorus. But despite all that, Loser Gone Wild is a symbol emblematic of the problems I have with this album overall. Because as good as Loser Gone Wild is, I have to ask, where's the oomph? And by oomph, I mean that extra special something that makes an ELO song an ELO song. I'll give you a couple of examples. The piano and strings on Can't Get It Out of My Head. The beautiful guitar solo by Richard Candy at the beginning of Strange Magic. The slow fade out and then gradual fade back in at the end of Shangri-La. And of course, I think the best example, the symphonic coda at the end of Mr. Blue Sky. Now, I'm not saying that they have to re-record those songs all the time. But what I am saying is, up until, I think, Secret Messages, Jeff Lynn would always add a little special something to most of his songs to kind of give it the oomph factor. And I think that is missing on more than a few of the songs on Secret Messages. And Loser Gone Wild is one of those. Again, I like the song, it's a good album track, but I have to ask, Jeff, where's the oomph? This has been a thought from Troy. The Joker's Cold Refrain 
Joker was a song on Face the Music. Lie Awake for Fear of Strangers. Stranger is a song on the Secret Messages album. Twilight is the Ecstasy. Twilight was a song on their last album, Time. And then there are the lyrics that spell it all right out. I don't mind if violins don't play. I won't listen to them anyway. He's done with the orchestra. He doesn't want it anymore. Some things just can't be arranged, like preventing the dissolution and the loss of passion for ELO. You just can't arrange that kind of thing. The secret messages are right there in your face, people. Let's try to talk intelligently. Great moments in electric light orchestra history. It was going to be a double album once, as you know, and they just... What I wanted to do was put secret messages in it, which I did. I recorded little secret messages in between tracks and sometimes in a song, a message that goes backwards. So the only way you can hear it is if you record it on tape and then play the tape backwards. Well, that's one way of hearing it. And all I put on was very silly messages like, what are you listening this way around for? You, you know, silly thing. <laughs> Turn it around the other way. That's the way it should be. And stuff like that. And then I wanted the record company to stamp on it like a rubber stamp saying, warning, contains secret backward messages, and they wouldn't do it. Yeah. But uh, I, I don't know if it'll ever come as a double album again. Like it? Hate it? What does Madeline think? I like the song. Wow, she liked it. Face the Music, an electric light orchestra song-by-song -song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment, Assorted Deli Meets Amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com. Keep up to date on the show by joining our Facebook group and spread the word by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. You can financially support the podcast at patreon.com slash ELO pod. Next week, episode 109, Bluebird. That was a little pitchy.